Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the King Edition Podcast. I am so excited to be here. I'm here with my good friend, Ken. Hi, guys. Ken here. And today we will be talking about a very fun game that I'm very excited for. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. And the game will be released in on November 13th on every platform, uh, main, mainly PS4, PC, and Xbox One. And the newer generation model, generation will be released later on in maybe in December or later in November. So, Ken, hmm. first we're going to start... First, we're going to talk about the campaign. Do you have any information on that camp on the campaign? So the campaign's going to be probably in two areas, probably early 1960s, because we saw that clip of Vietnam, and probably during the late 1980s, as shown on the uh, trailers, being in 1981 specifically. So obviously, we're going to be fighting in. Russia, because it's Cold War, we're fighting against Soviet. Uh, it shows the metro where, so we might have some interesting CQB. And the plane mission that we saw in the trailer looks really interesting and probably going to be doing uh, sneaking around, but later gun to gun combat. Yeah, because in a briefing earlier in a briefing earlier this month, uh, the studio representatives walked us through how Black Ops Cold War will be structured. It will have a flat. It's uh, they said it will have a flashy Hollywood-style single-player campaign, reminiscent of uh, Modern Warfare last year. Uh, some signature multiplayer models, modes, uh, redesign. And tweak to give Raven and Treyarch room to build on what Infinity Ward no, uh, normally has, alongside a revived zombies mode, which we haven't gotten really got any information on that. But I'm very excited to see what they have, and well, I am actually really excited to see what they can do, where we're going to be playing at. The characters, well, the characters from the campaign can be making an appearance in the game, in zombies mode. Who knows? Yeah. But, uh... So, I've heard some stuff about zombies, you know, through the trailers and such. Uh, it looks like, for zombies, they might be, uh... Combining the universes of Modern Warfare and Warfare into this one, based off the uh, Burger Town t-shirt that one of the characters was wearing in the trailers. And also, speculation in uh, what's going to happen in Warzone to the both of the universe zombies. Yeah, because uh, it's, it's possible that John Price could be making an appearance in the game, because at this time, he was what, like, in his, like, Late twenties to early thirties at this point in time, if I remember correctly. Uh, 
So he could be making an appearance in the game because in Cold War, uh, Alex Mason, Frank Woods, and Jason Hudson, who were in the original Black Ops game, will be returning in this game. So along with some new characters like, uh, what was his name? Russell Adler. Adler. Hmm. Oh, Reagan's going to be present in this time period. It just takes place directly in the middle, directly in the middle of the Cold War between the U.S. and Soviet Union in the 1980s. And it says the play the they said the players will be tasked with hunting down a newly reactive Soviet spy, known only as Perseus, based on the real life code name and backstory of a potential Soviet spy thought to have infiltrated the U.S. government. Now, um, that actually may be true, actually may not be true, but you never know. Call of Duty sometimes makes things very realistic. And in most recent games, some things are very realistic, so this could be true, this could not be true. You never know. Especially in uh, this game, because they keep on referencing that they're going to be taking some events from real life and trying to put them into the Call of Duty world, which is sort of like real life, sort of not. Yeah. Um, so, the trailer for uh, the multiplayer... So, in the multiplayer shows, we're, like, in, like, some desert area in dune buggies. So, if that is, like, ground warfare, like, sort of how it was in uh, Warzone, I guess it should be pretty interesting. I don't know. I hope they go back to the, uh, the kind of smaller maps, but just make them a little bit bigger. Yeah, I do, too. Like... OG Call of Duty, not uh, back not in the good old days. Good old. Uh, but it, I don't know. I hope they. I hope this game doesn't come with a battle royale like, uh, trailer, uh, like Call of Duty's past few games, Warzone, uh, Modern Warfare, and Black Ops. All had. That. So I hope they start to move away from the battle royale aspect. COD. Kind of like a phase in life. Yeah, because see, actually, speaking of Warzone, uh, Frank Woods will be added in as a pre-order bonus for Cold War. He will be, you can get a a code to put Woods in the Warzone in Warzone. But actually, that actually raises the question. How does Frank Woods tie in, does Frank Woods tie into Modern Warfare or is this just like a publicity stunt to uh get people to buy the game? I don't know. At this point we don't know. Could be possible. I mean, it could be interesting to have Woods in the Barn Warfare 
storyline, but at this point, I think it would be a bad idea to try to mix the worlds together, even though they're going to try to do that for uh, zombies, I think. And yeah. it could just wreck everything in the story-wise. Because as far as I know, Modern Warfare Zombies is dead, and uh, Black Ops Zombies is also dead because of the storyline they tried to do Black Ops 4. Yeah, Black Ops 4 wasn't like a very... Zombies wasn't like a very good thing. The story was just like all over the place. It wasn't like consistent. I didn't really enjoy it, but... You enjoy some games and you enjoy it and you don't. Some some games you enjoy, some games you don't. Really depends on your taste in video games, but... It was still worth a try to play. Right now, I think uh, they're going to try to do a soft reboot for the both of the game. Not like a full reboot and change the entire story, but make it soft so they can ease in some story while keeping some characters that people know. Yeah, keeping some characters that they know and like ease in like some new characters and some new aspects while also like keeping like keeping like to the mold of like what uh players know about the game about like the about Call of Duty as a whole but adding in some new aspects sort of what they did with the uh, Call of Duty Ghosts they kept like the mold for from every from past Call of Duty games and like added in some new aspects which I really enjoyed. What about you, Ken? Uh, I enjoy when, um, uh, I enjoyed it when they tried to like kind of do infinite uh, ghosts. Call of Duty Black Ops. Call of Duty Ghosts. Gosh, stumbling. Uh, I like the campaign for Ghosts. You know where they kind of stick to the genre of Call of Duty being. This shooter that's a little bit cinematic. Yeah, cause see, cause uh, back in Call of Duty in the back in the like early days of Call of Duty, it was like very different. It was like, it's just like all action, it was just, like very little c- cinematic. But as time went on, it got more cinematic, and like the gameplay wasn't like keeping up. Yeah, I think the cinematic. Call of Duty is good in like in minute tastes, like very few times. Yeah, every few like, games, very not like very few. It's very game. few games where like the cinematic and gameplay are like neck and neck, and they're like, and the game just like is blown out of the water, and it's just like amazing. But it's like very, few, it's like not every game because like they try to play on like. They try to keep the mold to like how they were successful the year before and like try to build on that. But when, but sometimes that doesn't always work out. So, like the year after that, they like build something new and just like, oh, what if we go here in this time period and just like play around like the story wise, which can actually just make the game new and refreshing. Yeah. But the thing about cinematics that kind of irks me is uh, when they do too much. Like, uh, 
in Call of Duty World War II, there was the infamous train scene where everything was blowing up around you and the train was flying and stuff. I was like, now, that's a, that was not a good thing. I did not enjoy that. Like, while yes, Call of Duty is a game and it should be exciting, it should not be a crazy, out of the, blown out of the proportions movie. I kind of wanted to stick a little bit closer to real life and such. Yeah, I can see, like, the movie is, like, it's like turning from a video game to an action movie. I came to play Call of Duty and not watch Fast and the Furious. Like, there's too much action cinematics. Like, I came to play the game, I ain't come here to watch a movie. Exactly. It just... They only do they only do what they think people are like, but they actually like listen to like players now like more and more, so they're like getting like what people want, but like keeping it within like a confinement. Yeah. They're trying to give everyone what they want. What happens when companies try to give everyone what they want? It's usually a bad idea. It's a very bad idea. So they're like keeping like a confinement. So if they can like, if enough people agree on one aspect, then that's what's going to go in the game. But if people like start disagreeing on one aspect, then that's not going to like decide like what's going in the game. So it was like, oh, we want new graphics and and everybody agrees on that. So like they get the engines like remodeled and just everything is just like, redesigned and the graphics are better and because if you look at past Call of Duty games like the graphics were like for that time but when you go back and play it now like you're like oh these graphics were terrible but like yeah as time went on graphics got better the technology advanced and everything got better and now we have RTX I think is going to be in the uh, Call of Duty. Because uh, recently, Ryzen, or not Ryzen, whatever com- computer RTX course, uh they currently came out with a new card, the X1000. So we may see some hmm. new graphics changes. A few other. Yeah, you see, it's really like everyone's just like so excited for this game, and they're like they they want the game to be perfect, but there's no such thing as perfect. There's gonna be some things people don't like, and there's gonna be something some things that people love. You can't please everybody, so. Some Call of Duty players are going to be like, oh, I don't like this, and I don't like this. But I love this, and and I love this, but you can't have everything that you want. So it's really up to the player and, and up to the developers about what people, what's going into the game, how the game's going to how people are going to react, or up to...
Uh, Ken, do you have any information on zombies mode? Uh, uh, I don't. I believe no. I've already spouted off what I know already. I believe. Yeah, I, th- yeah, we got like little information on zombies mode. So, like, is there anything that you want to like see in zombies mode this year? Uh, one big thing is that I want them to go to the Ether storyline one final time for one map, and actually give justice to Togdare Toten's final cinematic. Because in Black Ops 4, mediocre game, <laughs> to me at least. Uh, and a very, very mediocre end to a, you know, uh, almost a decade-long story, I think. Probably five years more like, but, you know, ending it with only a few pictures and such is not really, you know, something interesting. While in the other storyline, they've cinemized the beginnings and the endings, but they didn't even bother to at least cinemize the final the final goodbye to our some of our favorite characters yeah cuz i feel like in black ops 4 like that that's not for like really like the ending that we wanted that's that was just like oh well we're done with these characters so we're just going to throw like this cinematic thing like no like animated like we want to see like the raw emotion of the of the characters because today's just like it's not like an ending fit for these characters because we've been with these characters for so long and just to see it them and just just like that i mean like sure like the story wasn't like adding up but like you can't just like throw the characters away like they're like like they're nothing. Like these char- like these characters have been with us, have been like in our hearts for so long. It's just like, wow, is really it? Because if you see like uh, other characters with like a proper send off, like uh, what's an example? Uh, hmm. What's a proper example of a send off that? Like a, like uh, uh, all the characters are fighting to the end, or you know, yeah, they're actually trying to you know end it truly survive. Yeah, but see what it made more sense if they like, if they were fighting and then they got surrounded and they couldn't fight anymore. Like that would have made like a lot. That would have been like, like a like a more sense. Uh, makes more sense than just like. Oh, they're in the woods. They get poisoned. Nikolai poisons the wine and whatever. Like, actually, I agree with the story choice at the end because they had to stop the uh, cycle from recontinuing. And you know, it's always nice to have the characters, you know, party to the end. But I don't like it at the same time. Like, I like that it ended like that, but I kind of also don't. My view on that is kind of confusing. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's a mixed reaction. Yeah. But see, it wasn't like it wasn't what they deserved, 
but it's what they got. Yeah. So it was so good to see them party to the end, but... It was like, it was good to see them have, like, one last drink together, like, one last celebration, one last hurrah. One last time. At least the kids got away, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they they did get away. But, uh, you know, actually... No, something they can do. They can actually what? fill in like some planks on like what happened. Like they could uh Hmm. Cause see they can actually fill in some planks on like in like what happened between Black Ops One and Black Ops Two, because Cause there was like a brief period like in in between because on moon after they shot the rockets at earth that was it so how did the transit crew survive yeah like how did the transit crew survive well Moralton, we know how he survived he was in a bunker but how did Rusty and Stillinger and Misty survive like yeah, it seems like, you know, they were normal people when the whole world fell. It did, absolutely made no sense whatsoever. Like, how did they survive? Like, that's nuclear, that's like nuclear rockets being fired at Earth. Not to mention all the zombies that were still there after the nuke was, after the world was departed. So they can, like, fill in the blanks on, like, how, like, how did the crew survive? That would like actually be pretty cool. Like, and I've always been wondering, like, how did they survive? Morrison makes sense because he was in a bunker, so he would have been okay. But Misty Stuhlinger and Russman didn't like really add up. So that actually would be pretty good. Hmm. Oh, what if we what if we get a zombie spell with Reagan in it? Like they did with five and Black Ops One. Like, like gentlemen. Gentlemen. Uh yeah, we have good. like uh enjoy, not a, enjoy that pretty well. We have like you, a ben? Russian Democrat and some sounds like someone's breaking in. Ron Reagan be like just a storm dick, sit down. It's just five, but Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Ken? Yes. Uh, we're experiencing technical difficulties right now. Uh, I can speak still. Ken, you there? I am here. Ken. A simple reboot. Hello? X. Oh, that's odd. Guess I'm on my own now.
So, Ken, I cannot hear you. Dang it. Check, check your mic. Ken? Yes? Still can't hear you. My thing says that you can... Isn't that ironic? Mm, His audio cut out. Indeed. That's actually pretty funny. Well, while we fi- while he figures out his audio situation, I'm gonna go into some details that I got from a reliable source from the developers from Activision. Who? So, as since we don't know much about Black Ops Cold War multiplayer changes. But what we do know is it will be cross-play. So if you're playing on Xbox, you play with people on PlayStation. So you can get like your squad together and make sure like everybody's playing, have a good time. So you know that's actually that's actually going to be pretty fun. We won't be. We're going to be. I'm going to be. I'm going to have the most strongest clan in Call of Duty Cold War. Because I'm going to have my best friends by my side. And we're going to go start SEAL clubbing. The lower... And are you, uh... Are you okay over there? No, I'm just remembering old days where you would get into the old lobbies. SEAL club. I can't hear them. Back in the old days of Call of Duty, you'd seal club the old, the older Ken. lobbies. Hello? There he is, Ken. Welcome back. Hi. My audio finally works. <laughs> I could not hear you. Well, that's not fun. See, it, says, it said you were talking, but I could not hear you. Yeah, I was just kind of watching. And then you're like... Uh... It was just like you just cut out completely. I was like, "Is he okay?" Yeah, I have no clue what just happened. Yeah, I don't either. Technical difficulties do happen on the on the show a lot. Yeah. So if it it can happen at any moment, so be on the lookout for that. And as time goes on, we will. Learn how to deal with these technical difficulties on the fly. So, exactly like me shutting up and being like, "Ah." Oh. Yep. Anyways, hmm. back to the back to the uh, war on hand. Uh, what were you talking about multiplayer before? Yes, I was talking about multiplayer. Cuz it will well, be it will be crossplay. So What what console do you have again? I have an Xbox One. Xbox One. So what you mean you can come play with me. You can come play with me. We can go 
shoot some bad guys in multiplayer, and then we can like make the strongest cl- the strongest clan in the game. Fucking just one tapping people. Ken, you go ahead. I'll be back in a second. Go ahead and talk about any information you got, like on zombies. I need to go deal with some technical difficulties. I'll be back. All in All right. So, what we're looking at for Call of Duty Cold War Zombies, I've already spouted out about most of what I know, uh, such as the Burger Town T-shirt, possibly suggesting that we might have uh, a bit of exo zombies in here. Uh, recent news over about uh in in uh Warzone. Is suggesting that uh that uh that Activision is planning to mush the two storylines together via Warzone. So we might have a uh so we'll have a Call of Duty Modern Warfare zombies and a Call of Duty Black Ops zombies, and they're going to mix together is what it sounds like into Cold War zombies. Which means that we're going to have a bit of a fun time whenever it comes to lore for the both of them. So who knows? Maybe we'll see the exo-zombies briefly. Actually, we'll see uh, exo-zombies Easter egg due to it being in the past, not in the future. When exo-zombies actually happen. So I might see a pre-build. Of the exosuit and zombie mode, or some of the weapons from it, which would be interesting. Uh, if they are going to do this mass mix, though, of modern warfare zombies and black ops zombies, where does all the rant, where does the uh, not actual zombies but zombies go like in World War 2 with the Geish devices and such will those just cease existence like they've always have been just kind of be left in the dust or who knows we might be able to see a brief glimpse of them in uh, uh, Cold War which would be kind of interesting but I don't know if zombies is dead zombies is Dead in uh, Call of Duty World War Two. Uh, I do hope to see when we do reach Cold War to see if we have the free DLCs due to everyone being on this, everyone being crossed and mixed and such. It might be easier for Activision to be like, to just give out the free stuff. I don't know, though, if that is true entirely. I have been researching it and have seen uh, only a glimpse of the word free DLC. But I don't think Activision's actually going to give that to us.
as I am reading through some stuff, it seems that we will be playing interesting new zombies game, but probably not. It's probably going to be same old zombies, like it is in every game. Uh, I believe they're going to start a, a new bit of lore, which would be kind of interesting to understand. I enjoyed reading through the Ether storyline, whether that be through YouTube videos or other media. So, who knows, we might have another long-running uh, zombie storyline like we did with Ether, which it ran from 2010 to 2000, uh, 2010, I think is when Black Ops 4 came out. And we might have a soft reboot of the character of the Ether storyline, but we're going to add some pepper to it, so it's going to be Ether Plus is what I think it would be. So it will truly be interesting to see what happened that short span of time. Moving on back to the campaign of Cold War, it seems that uh, we will be fighting in the Soviet Union, obviously, Vietnam, you know, gotta, gotta go back to 19... And uh, we might be fighting in East Berlin, is what I have read. So, who knows? We might see... A bit of, uh, we might see a bit of, uh, Germans, but they're probably going to be heavily demolished like they were in real life. I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if Treyarch is going to actually pull from more real life events. So, we'll have to see what happens. Will they try to stick more to the historical aspect of real world or will they try to uh invent upon the idea of real life it'd be kind of interesting to see uh the soviet union at one of its prime times during the cold war obviously so who knows what we'll we might see a uh, interesting developments, like uh, some places, some stuff in history that is usually not talked about. And, uh, we'll probably still be on boots on the ground, like we were in all the most Call of Duty, instead of flying around, obviously. So, I hope that we will stay on the uh, tech. Because I find boots on the ground more enjoyable flying the space at Mach 10.
Perseus seems like an interesting villain to fight against. I do not know. Really. I don't know. Perseus could be an interesting character. I actually meet him. He could be, like, reoccurring. Like, we'll see him a lot, but we don't actually get to fight him. And then I'll probably end off with, bang, everyone fighting Perseus and such. Not like a boss, but like a, uh, like a hit. So, we might be able to catch Perseus on guys. I don't really This is just one man's take on what the, on what the, uh, experience is be like. Uh, moving on to what I think about multiplayer. I hope in multiplayer that is not the vast fans or another battle royale. Because if this is another battle royale, I think that uh, Activision is going a very dark, dark path with going with three games. Of Battle Royale. Plus another one. Would not be. I feel that Battle Royale. In Call of Duty is not warranted. Call of Duty has always been. A mostly. Close quarter combat game. There are vast. There are some expanses that are kind of big. Like uh. Like in uh, Black Ops 2, when you're running away from the Vietnamese, there's a uh, lots of elevation-wise. In that, in one of the missions. So, maybe we might have another game like that, but more flat out and open. Which could be very interesting. Who knows at this point is, who knows what's going to be War, Call of Duty, Cold War at this point. I have no clue. I'm just kind of here, sitting here, watching the news as it comes out. Really getting interested to it. It's starting to go. It's starting to build up to the November 14th. November 13th, uh, the November 13th release date. I'm gonna have a lot of fun. So, at the. All gonna be dory. One other thing with the uh, player is that uh, I hope whenever we get into the multiplayer aspect of Cold War, the attachments are going to be uh, specifically tuned to a gun, but not really. So 
I hope that we have some gun specific attachments like a uh, longer barrel for uh, a sniper rifle so we can get more range and more accuracy. If yeah, I need to hit my 360 no scope better. <laughs> exactly. Welcome back. I was here the whole time. Oh. I was just letting you speak. Thank you. I wish you did come back sometimes, though. <laughs> well. So. I need to hit my 360 no scopes better. So. Those attachments need to change so I can get, so I can go for a longer distance. Yeah, so, or uh, if you went on an AK-47, you could, like, make a abbreviated version of the AK-4U of being an SMG, but still being in the rifle caliber. So you could yeah. equip a short barrel, uh, tactical stock, and a flashlight or whatnot if the d map requires it. Yep. An interesting I hope an interesting thing I hope for the maps itself is that we could have a night mode version where we'll have to either equip night vision or like see through using like the lights and such. So you know, we could actually sneak up on our enemy. Yep. And such. Can be like I'm sneaking through the grass. Gotcha. Just get them. I don't know. That could be interesting to see. You know, you know, actually, it would be pretty funny if you're sneaking. The the uh, Mission Impossible team is is going on behind you. Like the music changes, and it's just all sneaky. Mission Impossible just starts playing. <laughs> that would actually be pretty fun. Pretty, pretty fun. <clears throat> yeah. Now. <clears throat> so, Ken, are you excited for this game? I am very excited. Wait for it to come out and see what Activision slash Treyarch is going to do for this game. I am too. Let's see if the game lives up to our expectations or our our preference. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm gonna play the game either way, whether I like it or not. Yeah. It's Call of Duty. <laughs> I'm gonna play either way. Yeah. I'm at least gonna I'm at least gonna give it a shot. I I usually play Call of Duty after the game releases, so who knows? Maybe this time will be my first time actually being with the people that start playing with the crowd. With the crowd. It's better and better. So you know what I just thought of? Yeah. What if Mason's like still like sort of brainwashed? Um, uh, it could be interesting to see like the faint glimpses of the numbers, kind of like in Black Ops Two, because we had that one mission where the numbers came back. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, they were in a mission in Afghanistan, uh, 
But you know, because one of the actually, dudes was still. You know, something actually does like actually does raise a question. What if Reznov's Perseus, and he's just like under Dude. like deep undercover. Because like, he's like, because like, like in uh, World War Two, Reznov fought in World War Two. What was it? World War One. World War Two. World, World War Two. Because World at War was World War Two. Yeah. So he would be old enough to be Perseus, because Perseus would be like in his seventies. But we knew he was fighting in, uh, during the war, so. He'd probably yeah, still be in the but... Soviet Union, right? Well, because well, yeah, he was but... at Berlin at 1943. So, well, then, yeah, well, Manhattan yeah, then was again, in... Then again, then again. <clears throat> wait, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, hold up. Uh, Manhattan was in... Manhattan I... was in... 19- so it started up in 1942. So a year before Reznov would even have a chance to be in America. And ended in 1946. Well, after actually, the war. That, actually, that actually does actually, like, raise the question. That actually does actually make sense. Because Reznov, so have... Reznov goes to America with, like, some Russian uh, scientists or whatever to, like, sneak into, like, the Manhattan Project. And he just like leaves, go back to Russia, fighting World War Two. Then, like as he's like in Russia, he's like getting information from the scientists in America and giving it to the Soviet Union. So a middleman is what you're suggesting. Yeah, he's a middleman. I could actually see that. I could see Reznov like, being in the middle of because like you've this. never seen Perseus in person. He was always just in the background. What if he was the middleman? However, in uh, the trailers, I believe we see a glimpse of Perseus. Well, that could be like... A body double. Well, actually, that could be like someone who's like... Who claims to be Perseus. But Perseus could actually be someone who's actually probably still in America. Because we don't know. Actually, we actually don't know. That could Who Perseus in real life? Either. That could actually be like a fake picture of someone else, like who like got caught being like quote unquote Perseus, or mm. someone who was suspect suspected to be Perseus. A goose chase could be an interesting call. A wild goose chase, but ends up being like someone who's actually been with you the whole time. I don't know about being with you the whole time. I I think it'd have to be against to even have it start. I guess we'll have to see, right? In uh, Cold War, we'll have to see what happens. I don't know about. I mean, I could see Reznov being there, but I don't know. We'll have to just 
look out if we can see him in like the corners and such or whatnot. Because having Reznov come back. After, see, that actually make, actually, that actually would make sense because he, he faces death in a Amer- in a rush back in Russia at Borkuda. Like so he goes the off United the grid. States thinks that he's dead. He's dead. So, they, so they're not looking for him. And- he's not, they're not looking for him. He could be in the background. What if all those what? times that it's that it showed Reznov being there, he was actually there. Yeah, like uh, Black Black Ops Two when you're in the desert after the uh, now that could actually be him after you get betrayed. Reznov comes back and gives you water, which actually, which Mason sees, but but still survives. So that actually that gives us the idea that he actually gave them water so they wouldn't hydrate and die. Actually, that actually does. Actually, that does raise the question. Well, actually, everyone else was like unconscious at that time. Yeah, Mason for... was. Mason was going in and out of consciousness. Yeah, but still, he was given. It suggested that he was given water through Reznov. Yeah, Reznov. Because Reznov gave was him... like. Whoa. Reznov was like in the background. He was like, you know what? I maybe I shouldn't let him die because he could actually come in handy one day. Could be what interesting. If, what if um Reznov comes in comes back in the uh, Cold War? Mason finds out that he's Perseus and saves him. Uh, because that actually what actually makes sense. Like Reznov that like, comes back saves Mason as a favor for like saving his life in Cold War. There are so many theories that could be going on. Yeah. Well, we just gotta make sure we just gotta make one stick. Because there are so I many guess paths we can look... that could go down. This, there's so many paths, but yeah. which one is actually gonna end up being true? It can actually be something that's like directly under our noses, and we're just not thinking about it. Yeah. It could be Adler. It could be Hudson. Could be Reznov. Literally anyone at this. Point. It could be anyone. It could be anyone on Adler's team. Yeah. It could be anyone. He could be anywhere, everywhere, at any time. That's actually pretty. That's actually pretty. Uh, pretty spooky to think about. No, that's actually a chance that he's that Perseus could still be alive to this day. Now that's getting into real life. Is that Perseus still could still be alive? Yeah, actually, actually, no, no, that actually wouldn't make any sense because they would have found him by now. I don't know, but actually, the Russians. Russians can keep a guy hidden for a very long time. True. True. But you know... Maybe. Actually, this actually could tie into Modern Warfare, because um, in Black Ops 1, when you're reading 
I think it was Weaver's uh, dossier or Mason's. It said that Mason, Hudson, and Weaver were being hunted down by someone from the SAS named John with a short last name. Now, who's a John that we know with a short last name? Who's in the SAS? John. Uh, what? Were you not listening? No, I was watching. <laughs> of course you were. I said, in Black Ops 1, in a dossier, it was either, it was Mason, Hudson, Weaver, or someone else's. I don't remember whose dossier it was, but in the dossier it said someone from the SAS was hunting down Mason, Hudson, and Weaver with from the SAS. First name was John, and the last name, and it was short last name. Mm. Who do we know with the short last name who was in the SAS with the first name John? John Price. Short last. Well, actually, does beg the question: Does Call of Duty Cold War tie with Modern Warfare, or does it not? Is it just a coincidence? Maybe. Have to wait and see. I guess we'll have to watch and prepare ourselves all that. Because it looks like at this point that all the universes are coming together because it's like the whole big thing is know your history. So if we know our history, this is, and this has been decades in the making, they say. We could just see all the universes collide. Just converge. Yeah, is what it looks like. We got Task Force 1 for 1. We got the Ghost, Shadow Company. All the universe could converge at one time. Just make every. Which means everyone's a suspect. Yeah. So it's not just up to one French. It's not even just one section of the of the uh games anymore. It's all the sections of the game are coming together now. It's like uh the Smash Bros of Call of Duty is what it looks like. Even though that was kinda of supposed to be Warzone because they were like, oh, we added everyone. Well then again it is a little catchy. But what can I say? Only time will tell. Will they all come together in one big game? Will Cold War be that game? Will they not? We have to wait and see. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just keep thinking it's Reznov because like Reznov was like so shady in like Black Ops One, so he was like so sketchy. So I was like, "There's something he's not telling us." I don't know. 
Because most of the Black Ops 1 Reznov was just Mason hallucinating. Yeah, like he took acid or something. Most, the biggest, the biggest, uh, the biggest evidence of that is when, uh, he kills Steiner. He's like, I am Victor, Victor Reznov, and, he, and I will have my, my revenge. Like, I don't, I think Steiner was just more confused than actually scared at that point. He was like, <laughs> wait, wait a minute, wait, what? He's like, hold up, you're not Reznov. It was like, because Steiner Whatever. thought he was coming to kill him because he, about the numbers and such, I think. He's like, you don't understand what we did to you. He's like, Because oh. actually, Steiner was actually, like, turning over a new leaf. He was trying to help America, like, prevent, like, the sleep agents from waking up and Nova 6 being released. Yeah. But at the very last moment, he got got. Yeah. He got got by Mason. Claiming to be Reznov. Who is deep in his own fa- uh, mind his that own, he thought he was in his Reznov. own mind that he doesn't even know. <laughs> He's like, I am Victor Reznov. And I will have my revenge. Boom. It was like, Mason, Boom. no. Done for. That was I like that. That was actually pretty. That was actually pretty good storytelling. But the interesting like, thing is that uh, that uh, you actually saw the third person of Reznov shooting Steiner in the first bit of it. But how would Mason? You, how would Mason have seen that? So the as player you, sees him. But as you're like seeing like, you just see Reznov just beating the crap out of Steiner and shoots him. And- you just see Hudson Weaver in the background trying to break the window. Yeah. It was like... I, and then it like went back in time to the beginning of like... Yeah. The mission from Hudson's perspective. The CS... The... The, the CIA. The CIA people. So that, that was actually a pretty good mission. That was actually like... Is any of this actually real? It was like... Because like Hudson was like... I didn't believe it at first... Until I saw it with my own eyes, because he was like he was like suspicious that Reznov wasn't real, or wasn't actually there. I don't I don't know. I this 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 uh this is making me think. Yeah, it's a good. I mean, having it as a uh having Reznov there was go to, but imagine actually having like that kind of person. Like exist. Like imagine going through that. Like having I can only, a second person. I can only imagine how Re- how Mason felt after all that. He was like, "Wow." My mom now, when Restov was in Vorkuta, he could have intention. He could have faked his death. This is this is all just crazy this is making me think i don't know what's real i'm confused yeah but we'll have to wait and see time may indeed tell. we'll see how this all turns out now that marks the end of our discussion thank you everyone thank you everyone for joining us today we would like to thank you for joining the first episode 
of the King Edition podcast. We hope you enjoyed. If there's anything that you want us to discuss, please email me, let me know, DM me on Facebook, Instagram, you know what to do, and we are out.